Hey guys, it's Taylor and Vicky with Mama Me Convos, and today we have a couple of different topics that we're going to cover, but, um, you know, first of all, um, we just want to say that we're sorry about our little two-week hiatus and how we were gone, and Mom was clearing up from a sickness, and I was too. It was terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we basically died. I'm ready for spring to get here and to stay here. I'm ready for warm weather. And, you know, this Ohio weather, it's one day, you know, it's freezing cold, and the next day it's 70 degrees out. So I'm just ready for for it to warm up and for it to stay warm. Uh, can I just Can I just say that a man's flu and a woman's flu are completely different? When a woman <laughs> has the flu, she still has to get life done. When a man oh, has yeah. the flu, he's pretty much flatlined and created all of his funeral arrangements. Right, I know. I know. It's annoying. He got to lay in bed for like two days, and he was mad because we had to go to Jason's birthday party yesterday. I was like, dude, it's for our son. He's like, I'm just so tired. I'm like, dude, you're fine. Yeah. I, when I had it, I was still doing dishes. I was, I had my sinus infection, and I was still getting stuff done around the house. Oh, yeah. The kids. And he was at uh, JRTC. He was gone for the month. So I was, and when the kids were all sick, I was still taking care of them. He literally laid in bed and he was like, I want some soup. I, I need a drink. Do you have some medicine? I was like, <laughs> are you a child or a man? <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. But, you know, I didn't hardly get any help from your dad even when he wasn't sick. No. <laughs> no. Seriously. You know, I, I remember I would, you know, do the dishes, do the laundry. And I remember I would stand there and fold a whole load of laundry and your dad's just sitting on the couch watching TV. Oh yeah. I'm like, really? You can't get up and help me. We can, I can get this done quicker, but mm-hmm. I just wouldn't say anything. So then that way, you know, if I ever needed to use something, I'd be like, hey, I do all the laundry. No. <laughs> he will help me if I say I need help, but I went on strike from Chance there for a minute because he he's basically two people because he has his civilian clothes, then he has his army clothes. And Mm -hmm. so he's two people. So I'm like, I stopped doing it there for a while because he's he's pissed me off pretty good. So I was like, I'm done. Mm -hmm. And then he started getting nicer. And I was like, yeah, you miss when I do your laundry, huh, homeboy? I said something the other day to your dad, but I can't remember what it was. And he said something about not having something clean and I don't have this clean. And I said, well, do you know how to use the washing machine? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, well, then when you get home from work, just take those clothes and put them in the washing machine and start them up and start washing them. Mm-hmm. And he just kind of looked at me and I'm like, ugh. But <laughs> did you get my text? Did you get my text message today? That picture of chance. He was on all fours mopping. I was like, hell has froze over. <laughs> Yeah, I saw that. Oh, man. Goodness gracious. He's men. I need a whip. I know, but, you know, your dad, he worked hard today. He did some work outside. And, and in fact, he bought one of these, like, things for the yard. And it's like a plug thing. And it has, it's like a tiller. And it, like, you pull it behind your your uh, lawnmower. And he had to put it, this thing together. His hands were so cut up by the time he was done. He sliced his arm open. He sliced all of his fingers open. He was bleeding all over the instruction book. I'm like, what are you doing? He said, I'm "I'm cut up all over. I need some Band-Aids. I said, well, why didn't you wear gloves? This thing was sharp, too. I mean, I, I told your dad, I said, this thing right here will cut your finger off. I mean, they they have, like, knives on them. It was crazy. So What's wrong with him? 
I don't know. I don't know. He went and what bought it. What is wrong and... with men? Like, Chance would do some crap like that, too. Yeah, and he just had, he was still working, and he just had blood dripping off his hands. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Oh, my gosh. Uh, I told him. I told him he just went back to go take a shower. I said, well, your hands are going to sting when you get soap on. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> He's got slices all over his, his hands. It's crazy. Yeah, that but, is crazy. But, yeah, um, did you have a good weekend? We did. Uh, we had Jason's birthday party for his friends here at Fort Campbell, and we had a pretty good turnout. We went bowling, and um, the cupcakes were really good. Um mm-hmm. I, we had pizza and he had a really good time with his friends. I think on I'm trying to think about what we did on Friday. Well, he had a, uh, a three day weekend because it's called Donza and that's what kind of like a day of rest for the military. Like you just get so many days off just because you work so many crazy hours. You go out into the field. They just kind of give you like an extra day off throughout the weekend. And actually we have another, well, we have good Friday off and I think the day after Easter. So we'll be in Ohio around that time. Mm-hmm. But um, It's funny because Caleb didn't get that off. Well, so. They, so, well, see, they took, it was supposed to be a four day this weekend, but they took Monday away. So mm-hmm. they, they have the power to do that if they still, and a lot of like MPs don't really get Donzos really because they yeah. still got to go in. Yeah. Yeah. MPs are military police. People don't right. know this. Right. Um, but yeah, we had a good weekend. I'm, we, uh, yesterday I just ran errands and then I went to prom preview and then we went over to see McKenna, my niece. She was all dressed up for her formal for her school. And, um, yeah, I, yesterday it was just kind of like a, you know, I didn't get anything done, but today, uh, I went to church this morning and, uh, got my Jesus on. And then, um, I, uh, have been doing laundry dishes laundry just housework just trying to get caught up on some stuff and all day today so my feet are hurting I am ready to take a shower and go to bed checked out (laughs) yeah yeah I I really feel you that's how I am I'm not feeling to work tomorrow I I wish it I wish I could rewind and start the weekend over that's for sure yeah well the, the the good thing is that uh, last week on the episode, I you weren't you weren't able to be there, but with Alexis Mickle or Alexis Newsom, she was mm-hmm. on, and we talked about the Slim Rose Coffee. And honestly, I don't even need a nap throughout the day anymore. I know, and I have the coffee today, so I mean, I I've been going strong all day. Same. Long. So, but, but I'm as just soon as my head hits the pillow, yeah, when you hit a wall, when you hit that wall, you're done. But mm-hmm. when, as soon as my head hits the pillow at night, Chance and I have tried to watch movies together and five minutes in and I'm gone. Oh yeah. I tried to do that the other night, but I was actually reading a book and I, I was reading the book and I, probably 10, 15 minutes into it, my eyes got so heavy that I just put the book down on my chest and closed my eyes. I was out on the couch and next thing I know, I'm waking myself up from snoring and your dad's laying on the other couch and he's like <laughs> laughing at me because I'm laying on my back snoring <laughs> like so loud. Oh my gosh. So, but, well, um, you have sleep apnea, so don't you have to like wear like a mask and stuff? I do. I do. So, but I mean, if I'm taking a nap, I don't have to, but yeah, yeah but I mean, I shouldn't be laying flat on my back and sleeping with sleep apnea, but <laughs> right, you gonna die, woman. Well, I just dozed off for a little bit. I was gonna stay there for very long because I was actually on the love seat, and so my legs were like hanging off the end. 
Right. Speaking <laughs> of sleep apnea, like how many hours do you have to be on that machine? Um, they like for me to at least be on like four or five hours, but to be honest with you, I have not been very good with it here lately. And, um, don't they send you like reminders and tell you, well, yeah, they might call me and be like, Hey, you're not worse. Cause it's wireless and they can like, they can go on there and they can see if I'm, if I'm using it or not. And in fact, like they can see, see mine's an automatic one so if I stop breathing in my sleep it the pressure will build and usually like when something like that happens the pressure will build I'll wake up and so um um I don't have as many episodes whenever I have it on I guess but um it's kind of funny because when uh I came in something happened with your microwave and it was like on and it like randomly turned on and me and Marley were sitting out in the living room and I was like well, we better go get mom and dad because what if this thing like blows up or something? I don't know how old this thing is. So we went <laughs> back there to wake you up and you like sat up and you look like an elephant with that thing on. <laughs> I know. I with a so tube. <laughs> I, was I was like, so whoa. Sexy. <laughs> well, I'm not used to seeing you like that because when I lived there, you didn't have that. I was like, whoa. Yeah. I know for the longest time when I first got it, I would like apologize to your dad every night. I'm like, I'm really sorry that I look like this. I'm sorry. And he's like, it's fine. He's like, I'd rather you wear it than die in your sleep. So do you ever like no. look at him with, with it on and be like, let's get on. No. <laughs> <laughs> I talk. Well, you have to keep your mouth closed because I have the nose pillows. So like when, like if I open my mouth, I sound like uh, Darth Vader and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, Luke, I am your father. <laughs> I know. When, when you sat up in bed, you were like, what? Because like... <laughs> all that air shoots out through your mouth. And it's so it's You so sounded awkward. so weird. It was really, really, really hard to get adjusted to. And I, oh, I had the hardest time. And even now, I will wake up in the middle of the night. And I, it's almost like a claustrophobic thing. Like, I can't wait to get that thing off my face. It, I'll wake up and I'm like, oh, my gosh. And a lot of times it's because I had stopped breathing and the pressure had just built up like really, really high. And it, and it like wakes me up because they told me, they said, when you stop breathing longer than 30 seconds, your brain wakes you up. There's something in your brain that will signal to tell you, you better wake up because you're not breathing. Mm-hmm. So. I think that that's what happens to me. And I wake up and then I have this thing on my face. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And I can't wait to get it, rip it off my face. Mm-hmm. And I'm so bad about that. And then I'll look over at the time and I'm like, all right, I've had four hours in. I'm shutting this thing off because yeah. it's getting on my nerves. And I'm so bad about just not like maybe just kind of like calming down and then putting it back on and trying to go back to sleep. I'm, I'm, that's something I need to work on, but I will say that, um, the time that I do wear it, I do not get the headaches anymore because, yeah, I was going to ask you about that. If anybody is ever experiencing headaches and they're tired throughout the day, they just feel like when they wake up in the morning, they feel like they didn't even sleep all night and they're still tired. Um, that was one of my symptoms, um, and I just, I just felt run down and tired and I took naps all the time. I mean, you know, I think that I've been dealing with this for years and yep. because, you know, I would be like, I got to go lay down. I am so tired and I couldn't keep my eyes open. Well, um, when I went and had my sleep study done, they told me that my oxygen level was down to like 70% and, um, I stopped breathing like eight to 10 times. Um, an hour for at least 30 seconds 
And see, I felt like when I was there that I didn't even sleep. I was like, I, I, they had me that I slept through five hours and I'm like, I felt like I maybe slept an hour Mm -hmm. and that's kind of the feeling that you get because you, it wakes you up. You wake Mm -hmm. up and you think, you think that you never fell asleep, but you, Mm -hmm. you, you are falling asleep, but your, your brain's like waking you back up to say you need to breathe. But I mean, but there's that possibility that your brain will not wake you up and Mm -hmm. you can die in your sleep from it. And actually you can, you can have, um, sleep apnea as a child, especially, uh, like my kids and chance have all had sleep apnea, but, um, Oh, all, well, besides Alicia, but, um, I'm, um, Abby has it, um, Mm-hmm. Mayla and Jason, you have to, as a child, if you have your tonsils and adenoids are too big, um, and you're having a hard time sleeping because of it, uh, that's like sleep apnea is what they call It's what they classify that as. And, um, it's a type of it and you can, it can cause you to like choke on your tonsils in your sleep. And actually Abby, we've, we've recorded videos of her like not breathing in her sleep. Mm-hmm. So we are getting her into the doctor and, you know, they, Chance had it too as a kid and Chance and, uh, or Chance, Chasen and Mayla have all had the surgery and Abby's going to have it. And they say that Alicia will probably have to have the surgery too. I never had it, but, well, um, what I was going to say, they had the surgery, they sleep great now. What I was going to say is, you know, I 100% believe that it's hereditary. I mean, mm-hmm. I think that your kids have it because of their dad. And I think I have it like my, you know, Papa Vic has it really bad. Aunt Christy has it. Um, and you Does know, like, no, and she's never been diagnosed, but you know, one of the things that when I was younger, when I was a kid, they would not take your tonsils out and your, or your adenoids out unless you had had, um, tonsillitis, like a certain number of times they wouldn't do it. And so mamaw said, she's like, I think that you probably should have had your tonsils and adenoids taken out when you were a child, like when I was little and I wouldn't be mm-hmm. dealing with this today. So yeah, probably. And probably the same for Papa Vic, like but more you know, people would not be suffering with it later on in life if they had the surgery done as a child. Right. And it's, it's easier to have the surgery done. Now I will say, I don't know. Angie said that Chance's recovery was pretty great. But Jason, we got home from the hospital. He's like, can I ride my bike? Mm-hmm. You know, you were there. And then with Mayla, I was like not expecting it to be that bad. I was like, oh, she's going to be drugged up. We'll just give her some medicine. She'll be fine. She cried for two weeks straight. Yeah. In agony. And yeah. It was horrible watching her. Mm-hmm. I know. That's why I, I worry about Abby having it done. And I know Abby probably needs to have it done like sooner than what the other two did. Her tonsils are huge. I mean, you've, have you seen hers? Mm-hmm. They're, they're almost touching mm-hmm. and she snores and she's like, <sighs> and like gasps for air. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Oh my gosh. And we can hear her and it wakes her up in the middle of the night and she'll come and get in bed with us. And then she'll wake up all throughout the night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And as she gets older, it gets worse just because you know, they're just growing and growing. So mm-hmm. we're yeah. going to have to get her in. Right. Well, one thing that we were going to talk about was military, uh, life. Um, but I know you you had a friend that is there stationed with you at Fort Campbell mm-hmm. that was going to join us, but her son is sick and they're at the, the ER. Is that where they're at? And they couldn't join. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Nicole, her and her uh, little boy, they um, were at the ER. He, 
has a double ear infection, unfortunately. Yeah. So she couldn't join us tonight because that's what the, the topic that we were going to talk about, which I feel like we missed a lot of the topic about sleep apnea. Yeah. Well, you know, we, I think that we could probably just touch on it briefly because we're running kind of out of time. But mm-hmm. maybe next week we can still have her on and you can talk about the spouse. But um, I think that um, we were just, you, from my perspective, you were going to ask me about, you know, what I think about the military life and, and um, more like I, military. We could talk about like our military, like frustrations. Like, oh, okay. Like, really? Really, the only frustration that I have with the whole thing is not, like, I'm a planner. We do vacations. Same. Um, You know, not really. You guys have to get your leave approved. And that's one thing we're waiting on right now is for Caleb to get his leave approved because we are hoping and praying he gets it approved. If he gets it approved, then that means he gets to go on the Florida vacation with us and then come home for two weeks in Ohio. So, but the only, the like downside about that of having to like wait for it to get approved is not knowing how soon it's going to get approved. And, you know, if they wait and they approve it last minute, then the flights are more expensive. Like the longer you have to wait, it costs more to book a flight. So, it's so frustrating. So I am hoping that this week he can get some, get an answer and find out for sure if it's going to get approved. And as soon as it gets approved, we're booking this flight and he's flying into Florida and meeting us in Florida. And then I've already, I went ahead and I bought his ticket to fly home to Ohio with us. I said, you know what? I'm just buying it. If it doesn't get approved, then I'm out, you know, that sucks. Yeah. Yeah. I just had to buy the one way from, from Tampa to Ohio. So, I mean, it was like 118 bucks. So it wasn't, well, that's not bad. Yeah. So I thought, you know what, if that's all I'm out, it's whatever, but I'm really hoping that we'll get approved to go to. Yeah. I'm really hoping. I know. I know. And so that's my only frustration. It's just like, I don't know, because we can't really plan something because, you know, if, if I say, well, we want to do this and do the, you know, it, and or at Christmas time, usually the Christmas time is pretty much a given because they don't want to be at work. Like all of the higher ranked up people, they don't want to be there. They're all taking their leave. So if Caleb has the days, he gets it approved to come home for for Christmas. But mm-hmm. um, so that's probably my only my only frustration. I mean, I know Caleb and probably chance have <sighs> frustrations of their own. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> work every single day. Chance will come home with a new story. Yeah. I'm like, dear God. But no, he like, I have a billion frustrations mm-hmm. um, as a spouse. Um, so he went to JRTC in Louisiana for a month and uh, he wasn't sure when he was going to get back. I'm like, mm-hmm. and I hate that because, you know, I wasn't for sure when I was going to leave Ohio. So I decided to stay the extra day and, mm-hmm. you know, I, I came back and it worked out okay. But like, he's like, I don't know when I'm leaving. I don't know mm-hmm. what time of video on the bus. Well, I'm mostly used to it now. Uh-huh. Like, I don't know whenever he's going to get off work. And we own a car right now, one working car. And so I, whenever he is home and I, like, let's say Jason got sick at school and I had to go pick him up, Chance would have to get out of work and mm-hmm. he'd have to come home or go get Jason, bring him home. Just, like, simple things like that, like... Um, which, you know, and the military hospital, don't even get me started. Oh, mm-hmm. gosh. It's yeah. the, a lot of people 
takes him a really long time to get into the doctor's office. So mm-hmm. let's say you have, you think you're showing signs of strep throat or, um, you know, something that not even strep throat, but like something that you think you have a kidney infection, something that, you know, civilian people could be like, oh, I'll just call the doctor tomorrow and see if I can get in. Mm-hmm. It's not like that with the military. You have to wait weeks to get in. Weeks, yeah. Because people are, there's so many people and, you know, TRICARE is free insurance. So everybody's swarming over the small little things. And if they can't get in, they'll swarm to the emergency room mm-hmm. because they think even the smallest, stupidest things They'll swarm to the emergency room because they got to get it done right then and there. Like if it's, if you're not like have a broken bone or you're not like, think you're like about to die or something like that. Don't go to the emergency room. Like Mm -hmm. it's stupid. It really is. And you went though, you went though and you thought you had an ingrown toenail. (laughs) Oh, I did. No, no, no. I did. My whole foot was red and they told me. I um, but they should have cut like, it out. They should have. They should have. They, they should have cut it out. They should. They, they made me wait. Like they made me wait. Yeah, two that's hours in crap. the emergency room. I would have been so mad. I would have been like, no. no, that's not even the longest that I've waited. I've waited like six hours before, mm-hmm. just and like when my kids have been sick, and um, it's absolutely terrible. It's like, almost you like get, you think. It's almost like you think that they're like, oh, she's back. We're going to make her wait. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a lot of people, so I doubt that they remember my face. But I know. Like, that's true. But what I'm trying to say is, like, everybody swarms to the emergency room because you can't get into the doctors. Yeah, I know. It's a pain in the butt. I... And then if you go off base, then they're like, oh, well, no, we can't. You know, then it takes longer. And I know you have issues because you're still on our insurance. We have you on the air as a secondary. Mm-hmm. But I I have you on our insurance. So that way, when you come to Ohio, if something happens, you can go to a hospital here and you can just use our insurance. Because I know it's such a hassle to try to use mm-hmm. to use it. Unless you were to go to, like, Wright Pat and go to, like, their, their hospital on base. Right. I mean, One you could always do that. that. Like, I can't really complain about the maternity side. Like, um, I, I like didn't, wasn't really impressed with like the, um, the OB clinic, but the actual, um, L and D labor and delivery floor in the unit. I really liked that. I thought, you know, I had the placenta abruption with Abby and they handled that very well and not in a rush or like freaking out or anything. They handled it very like, uh, calmly and Mm -hmm. with Alicia, um, uh, you know, even in the mother baby unit, both times I was very impressed, but I'm not a fan of the emergency room. Um, mm-hmm. uh, the doctors like the, the, the regular, um, the, uh, regular doctor's office, like they're not too bad. It's just, you know, getting a pain being uh, a pain to get in, but I, they, uh, the, the nurses in the ER, a lot of them are very rude. Mm-hmm. A lot of them and like you like will try to explain your symptoms and like or like the kids, especially the kids symptoms. And it's almost like, are you listening to me? Mm-hmm. Hello? Yeah. It's just annoying. Yeah, I know. Like, a- another thing that really frustrates me is, um, you know, not really knowing when Chance will get home, but also whenever he goes to the field. Mm-hmm. Or, like, staff duty. But, you know, not a lot of people 
a lot of people think that military wives live like almost like a sad life. Like, you know, we have to tiptoe around our husband's lives and all stuff, which is true, but it's not so much a sad life as a frustrated life. And it's not that we're frustrated with our husbands because we're not, we're not doing this for just nothing. We love our husbands and that's why Mm -hmm. we do it. Right. But it's, you know, the, the military can be a pain in the freaking butt sometimes. And I'm sure there's a million other topics that we could talk about military frustration because it's a pain. Yeah. And you know, there's a lot of sacrifices that you have to make too. you know, I know what I want to tell you. Well, to be a family and, um, you're away from your friends and, um, I know that can be really frustrating too. I know what I wanted to tell you. When Chance was coming home from Afghanistan, he was supposed to uh, be home like the middle of July. And I was so excited. And then we, Chance said, it got pushed back. And I said, what? Why? He said, one of the wives put out the information on the internet. Mm-hmm. Do I remember that. Put, do I not, remember oh, that I was ready to fight. Because we were going to come because it was going to be on a weekend and we were going to drive and we were going to be there for it. And then they, they changed it. And it was during like the, it was during the week. And didn't he get home at like in the middle of the night? He got home at like three or four in the morning. It was terrible. Yeah. I was so mad though. I'm like, oh, I'm ready to slash some tires. Yeah. I remember you were I so was mad. mad. I know. Cause she put it out on like Facebook or something and said, yeah, he, he, she said, Hey, if anybody wants to come to my husband's homecoming, this is where it'll be. And this is when his flight, this is when he'll be home. This is when he's flying home. Like, are you dumb? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's I called, op- I think that's called OPSEC is what that's called. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm saying, yeah, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And there's like a billion other things, but the one thing that I know Caleb has had to deal with that chance has had to deal with. I've had to deal with. Okay. Caleb flies all the way from Washington to Ohio. Mm-hmm. We drive all the way from Tennessee to Ohio. Mm-hmm. We make that drive. Caleb has to play, uh, pay for those flight tickets to come in. We have to drive with four screaming children. Mm-hmm. When we make that drive, when we come into town, it is not our responsibility to go out and see everybody else. Mm-hmm. If you want to see us, if you want to have a relationship with us, if you want to spend time with us, you can come and see us. We well, drove all that time. You can make the sacrifice to drive across town and see us. You know, I remember Caleb saying those things. I mean, I remember when he first came home the very, very first time, you know, he couldn't wait. He was kind of like, he was stopping all around to see all of his friends. But Mm -hmm. then when he came home uh, uh, the next time during the summertime, he was like, you know what? My friends can come and see me. And he, mm-hmm. you know, it's really frustrating because he says they don't really contact me. He's like, they don't ever contact me and like ask me how I'm doing. And mm-hmm. I mean, I guess the phone works both ways too. And he's so busy. And then there's also the three hour time difference and stuff like that. You know, a lot of times when he's getting off work and by the time he's getting home, getting a shower and everything, everybody here, they're going to bed, you know? Right. 
And so a lot of his friends that are back home, you know, they have jobs or they go to school. And so they go to, they're going to bed, you know? So, you know, it is, it is hard to like keep that connection. And, and I know like once high school, once I ended high school, there's only, there were only a few friends that I stayed in touch with and that's Mm -hmm. everybody. But I mean, I do understand your frustration when you drive six, seven hours to come home, which it takes you a little longer to get home because of the kids. But when Mm -hmm. you get home, it's just like, you shouldn't have to, you should have to go see people like no you can come and see me I know I know your frustration I understand it Mm -hmm. and like I told Caleb I said sometimes you just kind of find out who your true friends are like after you graduate and and you just kind of have to just move on and live your life and because to be honest with you I'm going to be honest you your life and Caleb's life is so totally different than most of your your friends that you have from like back home you, mm-hmm. your life is so different. You are a mom of four kids. You're none of your friends have, you know, maybe a couple Res- of them. like, yeah, like none of them have the same responsibilities as me. Right. And, or like as they all many- have, like, I'm completely different because I had to grow up so much faster than the rest of them. And that was because of myself. Like that's, you know, I completely take the blame for that. That right. was all me. Right. But at the same time, like, you know, it is hard, like when they want me to like go out and like party and stuff and like whenever we're home and they're like oh we'll just have somebody watch the kids and it's Mm -hmm. like you know nothing against you guys like Mm -hmm. nothing you know I love my friends and I love spending time with them but I have four children it is hard Mm -hmm. for me to just get up go hang out just do whatever I prefer my children to be there in my care in my comfort because well you always feel guilty I do I remember guilty. I remember I was the same way. I felt guilty to like leave you kids with my mom and I mean there's nothing wrong with like going out like your dad and I we would go out to dinner every now and then for like special occasion. There's nothing wrong with going out and like we've watched the kids before so you and Chance could go out when you've come home but but um but what I was going to say is you guys you're just on a different like level. I mean you have a family. You have it's just it's just different, you know, but, um, you know, Caleb tonight, he said, oh, by the way, I forgot to tell you, he said, I got the rest of my signing bonus, which it was his last portion of his signing bonus because, you know, he got a really nice signing bonus when he first enlisted and they gave him the last part of it. And he told me, he said, I'm, he said, um, I'm banking now. And he told me that he's thinking about selling his truck and getting him a new truck like getting him a nicer truck so tell him to pay off his college (sighs) well his well that's almost paid off these he's and he could pay it off now he's got enough money in his bank account now he's so stingy oh my gosh and see I'm I'm like man he probably doesn't ever want to get married because he's like he knows that money will be gone (laughs) oh yeah he wouldn't be able to handle himself no, if he were to get married, my advice to him would be like, don't add them on that account. You keep that as your money right there. That's your money. You earned it when you were single. <laughs> right. Seriously. That's what I would say. That or he's going to have to find him a girl that's not high maintenance and that does not like to spend money. Right. Because she will she will see that bank statement and be like, cha-ching. Woo! I Let's know. Go shopping. I know. So, 
I know he's he's uh he was telling me how much money he has and he's doing so good. I'm like, it is a world of a difference from before he started. I mean, he's always been a good kid, but I think, you know, right out of high school, he just didn't know what he wanted to do and he couldn't make up his mind what he wanted to do. And uh, you know, and then when he decided to join the military, uh, I said, well, you know, you can't drop out of that. Once you go, they own you. Mm-hmm. And so he knew, he knew going into that, that, you know, I got to do this. I got to have something that's going to grow me up. It's going to mature me. And now I think in some ways, even though there's some days that just stink and he hates it and he just wants to come home, you know, I, then there are things like getting a nice signing bonus put yeah. into his bank account. He's like, all right, I'm glad I did this. And I told him, I said, Hey, if you're going to reenlist, I said, you better say, show me the money because his job that he does, they will, I think they'll pay, they'll give him like $40,000. Like a lot of them will. I don't know if they'll give him another uh, signing bonus. Like not, they won't give him another signing bonus. That's just the start. I I don't Well, no, no, there's, if you read his job, if you read into it, because they don't want to train anybody else to do it. Right. If you re-enlist, they, they will give you uh, a bon- like a bonus to, to re-enlist and re-up your contract, especially like if you're moving or if you get restationed somewhere. Yeah, because I was looking into it. And it's just because his job is so small. Like Chance's job, there's so many combat engineers. Yeah. But yeah, they don't we, have... We have- I th- I'm pretty sure we have like one or two artillery units here and it's very mm-hmm. small. There's not very many people here. There's like literally like one or two units that he could go to. Yeah. I really think, I really think Caleb choosing that job was a smart idea. And I, I think that it's something that when he gets out into the civilian world, he can get a good, a good job because of his experience. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he'll get so. out because like some days he like, sounds like he's like done. And then other days he's like, no, I want to stay in. But Caleb, I think, and I talked about him to, with this before, and I talked to Chance about it before. I think they they have some sense of pride mm-hmm. yeah. when they do stuff like this, and it makes them like feel proud of themselves. And they should; they're doing an amazing thing. Mm-hmm. But I think that I, honestly, I think that they're both going to make a career of it. Do the full twenty. You know what? You know what? Caleb told me the last time he was home. He said. You know, I hate it when people say, thank you for your service to me. He said, I haven't done anything. Mm-hmm. He said, I haven't gone overseas. I haven't done, I haven't been to Afghanistan. I haven't done anything yet. I said, Caleb, yes, you have. I said, you've been to South Korea. You are away from your family. Right. You are, you have left and gone over and prepared yourself to go to war if that happens. I'm like, you are serving. And he's like, well, yeah, I guess you're right. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, they're thanking you for sacrificing and your leaving everything. your family. Yeah. And leaving and leaving like the civilian where you can just get up, you can go do whatever, you know, do whatever. Go you to want. grandma's but, house and you can't do that in the army. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so he, I kind of had to, I kind of had to lay it out for him like that. And he was like, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. So when people say thank you for your service. 
you know, you need to genuinely say, oh, you're welcome. And, and he's like, well, I do. I'm not rude to people. He's like, but he's like, I feel guilty when people say thank you for your service. Cause I feel like I haven't done anything. I'm like, well, yeah, but you have a lot of people like thank me for my service. And I, and I'm just like, what? Like it's but not around here because there's so many army wives here. So nobody thanks anybody, but, right. but whenever we're back home in Ohio, and like they find out that we're military or they'll say, thank you so much for your service. And I'm like, what did I do? <laughs> yeah. Well, you do have to sacrifice a lot being away from your husband. I forget, that is though. a huge sacrifice because I'm telling you right now that I don't think I could do it because, mm-hmm. you know, I'm never away from your dad. I've maybe been away from your dad for like a, just a few nights. I, you know, I came down when, um, when Jason had his tonsils, removed when chance was gone and night to help you and I was gone for a few days mm-hmm. but I'm, I've never been away from him for more than two days so yeah um, like he I, like that I know of right I can't remember but like a lot of people like thank me for my service and I'm like why like I can I'm so used to it that I completely forget mm-hmm. that I'm a military wife like I just mm-hmm. this is just like a way of life like this is my normal Mm-hmm. him being yeah, gone you... the constant layouts packing and constant coming mm-hmm. home and being mad because work and like him just never knowing what time he's gonna get home all that it's normal for us mm-hmm. it's not right. it's not like taboo this is our life so I mm-hmm. forget when people and it's weird because people are like oh yeah well do you think that you can come or like perfect example my friend we are talking about her getting married and me being in her wedding, and I was like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm moving to Washington, and, you know, mm-hmm. I, I have four kids. I would love more than anything to be there, but it's like that mm-hmm. is a, like, tough time frame for me because I have, right. you know, I just, you know, it, it's it's frustrating, but you know what? Also, it's a good life, and mm-hmm. it, you're filled with pride and it, mm-hmm. it is a good life. It's frustrating, but, you know, right. I, I'm just so proud of my husband. I'm proud of my brother because I know this is so hard on them. And, you know, watch, mm-hmm. and watching, you know, especially Chance, our kids are going to have to, like, make new friendships and move, and it's going to be a huge adjustment. And, mm-hmm. you know, this is month of a military child. Actually, it's month of a military week starting tomorrow, and all of mm-hmm. April. So it's just, really, yes. Yeah. Really. It's hard. really tough. It's tough on the kids. It is. It is. I could but, not you imagine know, like, you know, cause my dad was not a military guy. So I couldn't imagine being in like chasing. Although he acts like a drill sergeant some days. Oh he? yeah. <laughs> Growing up with he the was, man. Yeah. You would have thought he was in the military the way he was so tough on you kids. I mean, mm-hmm. So, but you know, Caleb told your dad, he said, thank you for being hard on me my whole life. He said, because there's no way that I would have been able to survive. He, he, I mean, Caleb would look over at guys and he'd be like, why are they crying? (laughs) Like, this is nothing. My dad would have smacked the crap out of me. Yeah. Or he's like, he's like, I, I, I play football. I got screamed at all the time. You know, he's like used to it. He's like, why are these guys crying? Well, you dad know, he always was, gave us like tough love. And I think that that's why we're just so, yeah, like, he was military or he was mentally, he was, um, you know, mentally tough for that part of it too. And, you know, you can't, you have to be mentally tough to be able to survive that, 
and I'd be able to take it. I think that that's a huge reason why I am able to be a military wife is because I dad, he wasn't like, I mean, he was hard on us, but like he, he created, he like made us like respectful and like made us strong. Is what he you know, did. and you know what you know, and he also will just flat out tell you how it is. That's how he I won't am. hold back. He won't sugarcoat nothing. He will tell you, this is how it is, and that's just how he's always been. He's never been like how I'm. Like he always says, "You're too nice," and yeah, I am nice. So like we are total opposites when it comes to like parenting. That's why you kids always came to me whenever you would ask me. Oh yeah, hey mom, yeah, because you knew dad would always say no. <laughs> Chance and I are so. on the exact same page when it comes to parenting for everything. We agree with each other. We're on the same team. There's no if, ands, or buts. If mom says it's something, if dad says it's something, we're on the same team. And we've both said from the get-go, we're not going to let the kids divert mm-hmm. us. Right, right. Yeah. But Well, um, we, better, yeah. we better cut this off because we've been talking a while. So we got some crazy kids running around out there. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, um. You know, guys, we have an Instagram page, Mama Me Convos, um, and then we also have a uh, Facebook page, Mama Me Convos. And hopefully next week, Nicole will be able to come on and we could talk about, um, you know, maybe being like um, how it is being a military wife slash mom and, mm-hmm. you know, kind of include maybe some other military topics and stuff, because mm-hmm. I know a lot of my military friends listen to this. Shout out to you, homegirls. Mm-hmm. um but um yeah I mean I've had a good time talking to you mama and I'm glad you're finally feeling better and back yes I'm back and better than ever no yeah (laughs) I'm hoping that this weather gets warm it's supposed to storm all day tomorrow you know oh it stormed bad here this morning yeah yeah I mean they're coming for you to get rain we're supposed to get rain, but I think it's supposed to be high 71 tomorrow. So I'm Ooh. excited. Yeah. Yep. So, but yeah, we can, uh, we can, uh, start back up next week with your friend and, and talk about some more military topics, because I know you guys will probably maybe want to talk about like the schools and, mm-hmm. and just kind of go into detail, like, you know, the sports and things like that, like all the activities that they have on base. I think that a lot of people would probably be interested in, in hearing something about, you know. Just kind of life, like all the things that they have to offer on the base for you guys. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll talk to you later, Mama. All right. Love you. All right. Love you, too. Okay. Bye. Bye.